this is Jukebox here, and you're listening to the Maritime Milson Podcast, brought to you by Rap4 Canada, Tier 1 Scenarios, Jester's Tactical Sports Center, and United Stand 3D Print and Cut. Tonight, the boys are talking to the one and only Reaper about building a brand and putting in your 10,000 hours. All right, everyone, welcome to episode 29 of the Maritime Milson Podcast. Uh, you got myself, Hooligan. On tonight with me is friend and teammate, Guardian. Hey. <laughs> Coming in via satellite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nightmare. Hey, what's up, guys? Jester. Jingle, jingle. I like that. And uh, we have a very special guest on. We actually have somebody who's, uh, well, almost more famous than we are. Uh, we have uh, David Reaper Justin on. Who? Oh, 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 hey, am I the fifth caller? Hello, yes. Did I, did I guess the answer right? <laughs> you won tickets to Aerosmith this weekend I, at the oh, Battle Dome. I, I, yeah. Th- God, my finger hurts from all the dialing. Oh, wait, that's from the 70s. Hang on a second. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or the 80s for the auxiliary. <laughs> exactly. What they, exactly. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. How are you? <laughs> Good, buddy. Good. Um, so, yeah, Reaper, man. Um, it's been like, I don't know two, three months since uh, you first mentioned wanting to come on, and we finally found time to pencil you in. Our busy schedules, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Super busy. Our busy schedules. I think Just like four hour... The shelf enough. What? What? That's right. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's the four hour time gap there that... Uh, there's a yeah. word for that. I've forgotten the word. I don't know. I think he uh, decided to come on the show so that maybe he would stop calling his... Oh, that's, that's not going to stop happening. <laughs> no, he's the he's the uh, the official. Uh, I wouldn't even say fourth chair. I'd say the chair because he, we don't have a, a, an intimate. I mean, there's like we don't have a certain amount of people. We just get people on all the time. But he's always there to check my uh, my uh, voice levels and uh, to jab me once in a while and also. Oh, he's the special he's, guy that volunteers with you. Yes, Wait, so he's like your. No, he's actually he's, he's like my Ed McMahon. He's kind of like, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> hey yo! Uh, yeah. So no, he's a he's a cool cat. I really appreciate his support and his help. And he's uh, he he actually uh, has always been there for me. Like if I get like callers who uh, who like uh, that, we had that one guy who called in who uh, he just couldn't figure out the the computer, or Facebook, or anything. So I put the, uh, the my phone up to the microphone to have <laughs> to have him talk on the microphone, basically. And so Hooligan, I think, was able to talk to him and figure out how to do um, uh, the um, Skype. Mm-hmm. So Hooligan has been a uh, a fantastic help. Thank you very much, Hooligan, for all your help. Not a problem. Good guy. Uh, I have no idea what you just said, buddy. What was that? Is that Chinese? No. Oh, <laughs> uh, nice. Hooligan. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm yeah, getting you're, some. You're breaking okay. up. You're coming in. Uh, your satellite's out of link to there, uh, Jester. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so we brought uh, we brought Reaper on. Well, I should Reaper agreed to come on. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's all, all semantic. He just hacked our line. That's, yeah, that's it's it. all semantic. Yeah. Exactly. We need, all right. a, we need a more secure Skype line. Uh, to basically talk about uh you know building an image building a brand what was he putting in your 10,000 hours putting your 10,000 hours yeah Yeah, that that's important and uh, Um, so i figured we'd tap into that infinite knowledge that he has there nice of nice the paintball celebrity Uh, and thank you you um well listen uh just to be completely honest with you, I'm not really Reaper. I'm just calling in for him. I'm just <laughs> so, he's so busy. He can't actually be here. Exactly. So he said it's proxy. He's, he, he met me at Home Depot, and he said, hey, would you want to make 25 bucks? And so I said, yeah, I'll, I'll, make, I'll make 25 bucks. I'll do it better than Yeah, better than cleaning your yard. I'll do this, yeah. Um, so 
uh, okay, so here's the deal. Um, I, I'll start just kind of at the beginning. Um, I started um, in 2008. Um, I went uh, – my, my kid was 10 years old, and I picked up some uh, – I, I, he was finishing um, uh, soccer. We were going down through Beverly Hills. We went to a garage sale. We saw, saw this kind of like paintball stuff. I didn't know what it was. The guy told my son, you can have the whole thing for 100 bucks." It was like three spiders with – basically the kid had like um, – the dad had like three kids. So he had like three of each thing and paint that was like you know 10 years old. And I go, okay. So I bought it. We went in the backyard. We shot each other with like marbles basically. And we, we actually went to a field and got the instructions, started playing. And I actually even posted a picture of myself um, on Facebook of – you can see it in my face. Like the minute I drank the Kool-Aid and I was like, ah, uh, this is like – you know. So – um, I started, uh, you know, playing for like a month or so. And then, um, my very, very close friend, Gary Baum from Paintball Photography, uh, he had been doing it since like 20 years before or whatever. And, uh, I had lunch with him one time and I go, Hey, dude, have you heard of this thing called Paintball? And he goes, Oh, no. He goes, Here, go to this website, paintballphotography.com. And I go, Wow, look at this. I didn't know this world existed. He goes, Yeah, but don't get into it. Back away. Stop. <laughs> Just, he's gonna, it's like a, he's going to suck the life out of you. And I said, too late. I drank the Kool-Aid. So then we started, he started basically filling me in the backstory of all about paintball. And I started kind of figuring out my, um, uh, uh angle of the sport, what I liked. I really liked pistols. And, um, uh, I started, uh, I, I got connected with, uh, Tiberius and they sponsored me in 2008 and I started using pistols. And then, um, I said to Gary, I go, you know what? There's not any, uh, um, um, uh, tournaments for rec ball players. There's the woods, you know, there was the SPPL, remember that? And then there was, uh, the NPPL. And I said, but there's nothing for like, you know, the average Joe. He goes, Oh, don't start this thing. And I said, Nope, too late. I'm going to figure out something for this. So I created in the end of 2008, a thing called the WTL, the woods ball tournament league. And I, it became very successful. We had, um, we had NPPL refs, seven man, seven minutes, limited paint. Uh, and we would only do it on rec ball fields and it became huge. It started to get, you know, uh, legs. And actually the same time I did it, that's when Tom Cole started to do the UWL and we were kind of nemesis at that or uh, he, he didn't like me so much. And then, then he started seeing that I was like, I'm not a threat. I'm like a feeder for his thing. So we became friends. I started getting contacts through spider. So basically what happened was because of the WTL, I started building up a rep. I was a player on one hand. I was a legal owner on the other hand. Um, I was always dressing in black. And if you see my old pictures, there's like spikes in my mask. I, I really couldn't figure out what I wanted to be. Um, this one guy was on another team and he came up to me and he goes, dude, you look like a uh, Reaper and, and you should, you know, be like, um, you have a nickname and you should be on my team. And I go, Reaper, hmm. Cause I didn't have a nickname. I go, okay. He goes, yeah, cause you're always popping up and scaring people. And, you know, hmm. and it was the pistols. The pistols gave me the mobility to run around. So I started getting a rep, uh, in Southern California, just, just using pistols when nobody else was, everybody else had like, you know, the big guns, the Titmans, whatever else. So I started getting a rep for that. And I started um, going, yeah, I kind of like this. And I started going to the paintball extravaganzas. Do you guys know what that is? The paintball extravaganza? Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay. So I, I went to the, uh, it was before it was in Washington. It was in LA and it was in Atlanta. So I went to the, the Atlanta one in, in 2009 is, and, um, uh, Tipman was there and they, and they kind of knew who I was and they said, you're the guy with the two pistols. Yeah. And they go, here, why don't you try these two pistols? And I, the, because the TPX just came out and I go, wow, these are cool. They're lighter. They're better. He goes, go ahead and take them. We'll sponsor you. 
I said, cool. So I said goodbye to Tiberius <laughs> and I said hello to Titman and I, uh, started getting, you know, really into the, to the, to the pistol play, really getting into it. Uh, Titman, uh, started, um, you know, mass producing the TPXs. I was able to help people buy them and, you know, get the word out, up. And, and we started building, you know, like, uh, pistol teams and all these other kind of things. It was fantastic. So, um, as I started getting more into what I was doing, I started developing my clothes and whatever. And I wasn't, I didn't like have a manifest desto of like, you know, oh, I'm going to be a paintball celebrity someday. And blah, blah, blah. it was just the heart and soul was in it. And I just kept on doing it. And I kept on getting all these sponsors and people kept on coming to me and going, you know, ah, you know, we like what you do. Can you promote us? And so this buildup kept on kind of happening. And then around, I would say a year and a half ago, I couldn't get arrested basically, you know, and then something happened. Uh, I, I, it just exploded. I started getting into magazines. I started getting interviews. I started getting, you know, however, uh, to be completely honest with you, I don't know how it works. I mean, you can't, you could take a Paris Hilton or you can take a, um, uh, Angelina. We used to have this girl named Angelina down here or, or Pia Zadora. You can take these people and throw all this money behind them, but nothing will pop. It won't work. Or if there's just this uh, organic groundswell of you just doing the right thing and eventually, you know, you put your 10,000 hours in and boom. So I'm guessing kind of that's what happened about a year and a half ago. Um, things just popped. And then Gary took this picture of me when I was walking through a building actually during gameplay. That's the color version of what then Ashley, you know, Ashley Hidden Hedgehog, mm-hmm. um, he, uh, he PM'd me. Uh, and he goes, Hey dude, do you mind if I do something with that picture? I go, no, go ahead. So he did. And there's the picture. And I said, Jesus Christ. So we took the picture and I said, you got to put Titman across. I came up with that little slogan of, uh, uh, built for fun, made to last. And then I, we put, I said, Ashley, you got to put your, uh, your logo at the bottom. We'll put Gary's logo at the bottom and we'll do something. And it became a hit. So I think that was like a big opening of a door, but just all the stuff that I do in general for like, you know, players or whatever. I'm constantly giving back. So it just became, it, it started um, growing on itself. You know what I'm saying? Where you could almost like, you could go go on vacation for a year and then there's like, yeah, Reaper, Reaper, Reaper like this. And the interesting thing is I I only have two videos basically that I've done. I did one uh, like three years, four years ago. And then I did this one last year where I was going through the mazes. So I, I'm not like a wolf or an alabaster or a pistol Pete or, um, Ash, uh, Ashley, where they, you know, they're basing it basically a lot of on, 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 um, on their, on their videos and type of things. Wolf, Wolf does more than just videos. And, but I'm saying that there's a lot of people that just are, you know, video stars basically. I've only done two videos. So I'm trying to base mine more on, uh, my altruistic behavior of giving things back. And, you know, you come to me and you want to use my pistols or you want, I'll loan it to you for the day, whatever. That's the kind of thing that I'm doing. So I can't, I'm going to give you kind of a, a breakdown of things, but I can't go, oh, and then when you press this button, you become a celebrity. Damn, I thought it was that easy. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't work that way. Well, I guess okay. that's the end of it for me. I'm going to have to use it now, boys. Exactly. But here, here's, here's what I want to tell you guys. This is kind of what I was thinking. Oh, wait, hang on a second. I got to tell you about this. I got some, I got some, I got, so I'm running it like my own podcast. I got some breaking news and it's, it's, it's breaking news. It's not really breaking because I let the cat out of the bag. I let the horse out of the barn. I let, never mind. Um, what the hell here's is that sound? Uh, here's basically what happened. Um, uh, I was approached two days ago by um, Kill House, um, and they asked me if I would be one of their operators. 
And I didn't know what Kill House was, or and I, you know, I don't work for the phone company, so I don't know what an operator is. <laughs> so I was like, Kill House operator. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. But I looked it up. I go, wow, this is pretty cool. And then I started getting to know them. I said, this is a bit of an honor because if you go on their site, there's, I think there's only uh, a Wolf is, it's going to be Wolf and I are going to be their operators. And basically, what we're going to do is promote them and get the word out of their, out, out about them. They're a um, a Canadian company, and they're connected with Badlands. Is that correct, you guys? Yeah. Yes. Yep. And I, I guess I'm going to be their their states operator. I don't know, but whatever it is, I'm 100% behind it. These guys are really cool cats. And again, I didn't really know who these guys were, and everybody starts going, "Do you guys know who this is? Do you know what's?" I said, "No, I don't." And all of a sudden, I'm like, "Wow, this is quite an honor." So. I'm um I'm very I'm very happy about this this last sponsor that I just got. So um again, just keep doing the right thing and being happy and I'll I'll talk to you guys later. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, peace. Just like that, eh? <laughs> and there's the Reaper. And that's it. Okay, so anyway, um oh, I got to give a shout out to Armagillo too. Armagillo's been a really Graham's been a really big supporter of mine. I've been a big supporter of his. And again, this community that we're running here as the paintball community, as I'm always kind of profess, which is um, a, a rising tide lifts all boats. I'm going to be that rising tide. I'm turning um, Graham or Armagillo onto my my celebrities that I know. I got the singer. Did you guys see what I did where she's wearing the headband and uh, and the clothes? No, I think I yep. missed that one. Yeah, okay, that so, one, yeah. okay, so yeah, so I, uh, I, uh, at the um, Living Legends, Graham gave me a bunch of stuff to give to her. She went and did a photo shoot, and she's got her 30,000 fans, you know, all, all about Armagillo right now, too. And you know what? It doesn't cost anybody anything. It's all about being nice and helping each other grow. And this is what I'm really, really big about. So uh, a big shout-out to them. So here's what, here's what I'm going to tell you guys, though, about what I've – I'm in the computer business. I've been since, two, uh, since 1988, and – I've owned my own business, and um, when you own your own business, you have to network. You have to, you have to go shake hands. You have to join the chamber of commerce. You have to join networking things, and you have to learn how to do this. So I've taken all that experience and put it into my paintball experience on how to network and grow. So here's what I'm going to tell you really quickly. If you guys are listening at home, get your number two pencil sharpened, and, and here it goes. Ready? Okay. The number one thing, especially with social media, is branding. And what branding means is that they can recognize what Coke is, what Pepsi is. If I were to say to you NASCAR or NHL, right away, I wouldn't, you wouldn't even have to scratch your head. So the same thing with Shoot You Soon. Hold I developed Shoot You Soon. Somebody's, you somebody's vacuuming. Somebody's vacuuming. So here's the deal, you guys. Um, about three years ago, I came up with Shoot You Soon, and I'm thinking, how come a photographer doesn't have Shoot You Soon? You know what I'm saying? This is such a cool name. So what I did was I bought everything. I bought the um, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, web, web page. Everything was Shoot You Soon. But then what I started doing is using it all the time on the field or in my emails. At the end of the email, whatever, I said, Shoot You Soon. Yeah. So it became kind of like um, – in the 70s, remember we had like um, Happy Days or any of those shows? Basically on Happy Days – um, they would say like Fonzie would say a, or somebody would say sit on it or that kind of thing. <laughs> the catchphrase. Okay. Well, well, here's what happens. If you do some research and, and watch some interviews of like with Ron Howard, he'd say that every week they'd get together and they'd say, what are we going to make a cultural phenomenon now? What word are we going to say? So that's what happens when you, when you're in a situation where people are uh, paying attention to you and you say bam like that or shoot you soon or something, then it becomes a cultural phenomenon. It becomes part of the lexicon. 
So what I'm saying is if you're going to do branding, that's kind of like the first thing you got to do. You got to come up with something that people go, oh, there's that, uh, or, you know, oh, to the point where I get emails back where people say, shoot you soon. They, they, they give it back to me kind of thing. So it's become something. So you got to know what be, you have to be known for something. You got to do something that's going to stand out. And when it comes to sponsors, that's what a sponsor wants. If you have a crowd of Milsim players and they all look the same and they all have maybe different masks or whatever else, and they're all using, you know, the M17 or something, what, what, who's, how is the sponsor going to go? I want this guy. And there, there is nothing. They need, they need a wolf and not a sheep. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. If you've got like sheeps, uh, they're going to like, you guys are, I need a wolf. I need someone who can carry my brand and make, you know, make something of this thing. So you need a Ricky Bobby. A Ricky mm -hmm. <laughs> Listen to you. Okay. So <laughs> that's funny. That, that's only if, yeah, only if they know NASCAR. Anyway. Um, okay. So here's the deal. Um, it's branding. It's about branding. If you're going to do something where you want to be something, you can't be, you can't be, um, on Twitter, you can't be shoot you soon, one, two, three, four. And then on Instagram, you're, you're shoot you soon. And then on Facebook, you're shoot you soon because you couldn't get the names. You know what I'm saying? You got to have one package that makes it easy for Google to find you, your fans to find you, your sponsors to find you, something they can, they can just like go, yep, that's it. You guys understand what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, top top of mind. You have to have something exactly. that's exactly. top of mind. So I again, I'm I'm carrying this over to my uh, my computer world, my uh, my marketing and everything else experience, and just telling you, this is I'm in a situation now that I've never been in before, where like uh, call it celebrity, whatever it is, but I have my ten thousand hours. So what that kind of means is um, there's a book by Malcolm Gladwell. I think he's Canadian, actually. Um, it's called Outliers. You guys know what this is? No. He's the same guy that wrote The Tipping Point, isn't he? Right, right. So if you if you know what Outliers or if you know what the 10,000 hours is, to give you a quick example, um, Bill Gates was working in a computer department before there was a computer department. So when computers exploded, he was there. The same thing with Steve Jobs. The Beatles got their 10,000 hours in Hamburg before they before they came to America in, what, 63 or 4 or 5, whatever it is. So they already had all these people already had the background and the and the, the 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 storage of everything built up to go do something when that time was right. And and you guys, what is that saying they say about luck? Luck is what um, uh, experience and opportunity at the same time. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. So basically, it's the same thing with what maybe what I'm doing. I put my 10,000 hours in. I, I, I started in 2008. I just fell in love with the sport. I would play every weekend, but I was constantly going, you know, what can I do here? What can I do there? So then when my luck or my opportunity came around, boom, I was ready and I already had this kind of stuff. I had a, a great photographer. I had a, um, uh, I had great equipment behind me. I had all this stuff going, but also, and, and just this is how I am. And I'll be honest. I think I'm a really good person. I think I'm a nice person. And what I'm trying to do is give back. Always, always, always give back. If a hater hates me, I kill them with kindness. Um, and, and to be completely honest, I don't have that. I don't have any haters. You know what I have? I have people just, they stop friend. They just unfriend me kind of thing. I don't have people emailing me going, you know, you're a jerk. You're, you're Jewish. I'm a clan. I hate Jews. And you're a, you're a black lover. I don't get any of that kind you, of stuff. You had me as a potential hater until you started going with the <laughs> okay. racial assessment. Like, I was like, oh, I could be your hater. And then yes, you're like doing yes. that. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not. I'm so, out. no, 
No, to, to be honest with you, I don't. I get, I get all positive stuff. I get positive things from like people saying, thank you for the birthday. You, 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 you guys see what I do for the birthday thing, right? Where I take that, um, I have like, I take my poster, electronic, the poster, and I, I put like, happy birthday, have a badass day. So if I have like 10 people of my 5,000 that it's their birthday, I send them a happy birthday card basically. And I've only got one pushback from that. And that was from some guys in New York I'll talk about later. But anyway, uh, well, I'll talk about it now. <laughs> okay. There you go. Nothing stopping you, man. Basically, uh, I say, I'll send hooligan. I'll send Jester. I'll send whoever it is. It's your birthday. I'll send you my poster and it says, happy birthday, shoot you soon. And it's signed by me, right? Okay. Most people just send you a text that says, you know, happy birthday. And people think, wow, that's cool. Reaper, who the supposed celebrity is, he's taking the time out of his day to send something to me. And it's like, wow. Well, for me, it's just, it's nice. I mean, it's why not? And so I get a lot of like, you know, thank you very much. Mirsi, Danka, Bits, whatever, all these, you know, from wherever they're, they're doing it. So, um, one time I sent it to this, uh, guys that are in New York, they have a kind of a, they actually, one of the guys that he did the, like the biggest MagFed event, I think it was like two, two months ago, three months ago, whatever, whoever, you guys can do the research on that. And he kind of said to me, he, uh, he put, uh, I sent it to one of his, his teammates and his, and his teammates said, Reaper, thank you very much. And he immediately said, this is the best example of, self-flatuation I've ever seen in my life and who who the hell does this guy think he is that you know and, and I'm like dude what what did I do wrong and he said who do you think you are sending pictures of yourself to other people and I said it's a brand it's an image it's it says Titman across the top I'm promoting this is what I'm ah fuck you and I said okay then I'm, I guess you're not a lover of what I'm doing so so he was the only one that I had that kind of pushback for but you know what? I don't care. And I've got 5,000 other people who think I'm doing the right thing. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. So I, I have the 10,000 hours. I'm doing it. I've got the social media package. I'm on web. Uh, I have my website. I have my Facebook. I have a Facebook fan page. I have Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. So again, if you guys, if you're, if you're thinking about wanting to go to the next level with paintball, which is like, you know, you, you play well, you do, you know, you're on the field, you're helping people out, you maybe fix their guns and stuff, but you kind of feel like, you know, well, I kind of, cause it's, it's a completely human nature type of thing of we all want to be uh, patted on the back and we all kind of want, you know, maybe our, our five minutes of sun. So do this. If you're, if you're really serious about, you know, going to the next level, getting sponsors, like I'm always telling hooligan or, or when I, when, when I'm saying, listen, if you guys want to like go to the next level, it's all about making a package. Don't just go, ah, shucks. And you know, geez, I, I, well, I'm using, you know, a die gun. Well, but they don't know who you are. They don't know you exist. I mean, there's a million people out there using die guns. How, how is someone, how is Tipman going to know that you're using a TPX pistol? They don't. So you have to build your brand. You have to build your, your image. Who do we have just off the top of your head? I can, I, I, Nar, Narco is his name, or um, I have uh, uh, there's Skeletor, there's Pistol Pete, there's Alabaster, there's Ashley, there's Jester. Wolf, there's Jester, there's Nightmare, there's um, uh, there's Guardian, there's there's Hooligan. Um, these oh, no, are names. Okay, these are names that that are kind of in our paintball community, and that's just you know what. That's just one aspect of our paintball community because you have Ryan Greenspan and you have a bunch of other like speedball guys too that are doing their own thing. We're talking about our Milsim kind of woods ball, rec ball kind of community. But I'm saying if you look at those guys, a lot of them 
have become famous either from making videos from so basically social media, from getting their name out there and, and being, you know, unique in what they're doing. You've got to kind of be the same thing. Um, make yourself unique. Uh, just make yourself a, uh, okay. You know, Zach, you know, Zach Arbuckle. He's a photographer. I know the name. Yeah. Okay, cool. So he's been floating out there. He was actually a player a long time and then he was like, um, uh, he got hurt and so he started taking pictures. Well, you know, he takes pictures, but a lot of different people take pictures too. When I, when I flew out for Living Legends this last time, you know, he's been kind of hooking up with Gary, uh, now and then, but Gary said to Zach, take pictures of David, take pictures of the event. And so he did. He did some really good pictures. And Gary said, well, listen, I'm going to put you as part of my stringer, you know, like, you know, paintball photography, and then it's got Zach on it. Well, Zach just went from five to 35. You know what I'm saying? He just jumped up because Gary said, hey, we could use someone like you. This is what you kind of need. But then once you have that, you've got to be able to keep it going. You know, like just uh, once you're on that pedestal, don't go, oh, look, I'm so-and-so. No. Keep on doing what you're doing. Keep on, keep on doing the right thing that you're doing and, and, you know, and you're going to grow. So I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. I'm a big fan of you can't build your, your house on cards. You know what I'm saying? It's got to be like a, a solid foundation. Um, I'll give you an example. Uh, people are always coming up to me. I can shoot better than you. I'm, you know, I'm a better pistol player. I said, you probably are. And, and or if somebody shoots me out on the field, they go, oh, you're not so good. I said, okay. But that doesn't take away that I helped a kid with cancer or that I, I helped vets yeah, exactly. or that I, you know what I'm saying? You can't take yeah. that away. I mean, because you shot me, uh, you know, what? okay, you shot me. Uh, you job. know what I'm saying? People so, need to realize it's not just what you do on the field. You're not exactly. just a, a guy who goes out and plays paintball. There's so many things you do off the field that maybe they're not seeing. They may They might see you once. With, you know, all your banners and all the glory and everyone surrounding you and that's all they see, but they don't know what you're doing behind the scenes. And I'm glad you show that on Facebook because it's otherwise no one would know. Well, yeah, I'm not a Canadian. That's why I show it. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we interrupted you there. Sorry. I know, I was just joking. Um no, I I'm using the Reaper image for good, but I'm also I don't uh, you well, if you guys know me, I, I don't hide behind anything. I'm a very big self-promoter. I'm a very big, uh, I'm very big, uh, about promoting others, but I'm also, I, I have a big ego, but also, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing it for the right thing. If, if you created a Facebook page and, you know, you posted a little picture here, a little picture there, and then you're saying, well, why doesn't anybody know who I'm doing, what I'm doing? I just guide people to Facebook. I said, listen, you don't know who I am. You want to put me down? Just go check out my Facebook. And then they usually PM me. And they go, Hey, I'm sorry, man. I didn't realize. I go, that's cool. Let's, let's be friends. Again, kill them with kindness. Don't, don't come down to the level and go, you know what? Fuck you too, blah, blah. I'm not into that. I'm not into that at all. I'm completely into listening. We're all, we don't know each other, but give each other the benefit of the doubt. You know what I'm saying? Just if you, um, if, like what happened with Wolf on my show, this guy called in, um, and he was like, you know, going da, 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 like this. They were going back and forth and, I'm not Wolf. I'm not a scenario guy. I don't, I'm not a general. I don't, I don't do any of that kind of stuff. This guy was basing everything he knew on Wolf was basically like he's a loudmouth black guy from Canada and he thinks he's like a, you know, a, um, you know, the super general and stuff. I said, no, he's not. I don't know that part of him. I just know what we're talking about right now, which he's a cool cat and he's been through a lot of personal issues. This is what I'm saying. Maybe because I'm 54, maybe because I see the world differently, but I'm into humans. When you actually, if you actually go to my podcast page, 
I'm always putting up the people who came on my podcast, you know, friends of the show, but I'm putting their faces. I'm not putting what they're behind the mask or, or their identity. I'm putting their faces. This guy's sitting with his dog. This guy's fishing. That's what I want. I want the human aspect of this whole thing. So like that, that's, you said you had a podcast and you put pictures on Facebook of people. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> is this is the mic on? Hang on a second. Bup, 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 bup. What's going on? <laughs> it sounds like a great idea, actually. It yeah, does, oh, and I might be. Oh, you're talking about Jester. Oh, you're I'm talking about a hooligan not doing something like that? yes. Maybe you hooligan. Maybe you should take. Maybe you should maybe maybe you should sharpen your number two pencil and At start no writing this point stuff did down. I say I uh, wasn't in Canada, we use notes. number eleven because number our 11. pencils write better. Okay, I got it. Okay, I got <laughs> it. Go to eleven. Um, yes, actually, maybe you should. You know, listen. That uh, cop, what is it? Um, um, what is it? Flattery. What's the best form of flattery? Is when someone takes Imitation your stuff. Is the Imitation. Best form of flattery. Takes so, your stuff, yeah. Steals your items. <laughs> <laughs> I just stole your house. Yes, exactly. Do you see how I ripped you off? I mean, yeah, I, I twisted that one. No, there was a there's a guy in Chicago on the ghost. Uh, I think they're called the ghost team or something. The ghost, whatever they are, and uh, he started wearing my mask and my helmet. Uh, and then people started giving him shit for it and said, Hey, wh- who do you think you are? Reaper and stuff like that. And, and so when I met him at the thing, he, you know, he's kind of got the look that I have and I'm like, that's cool. I don't, I mean, I, you know, there was probably a guy before me doing it. I don't care. So whatever, if you want to imitate what I'm doing, that's cool too. I don't mind. So anyway, um, but anyway, uh, here's the other factor too. And here's the human factor. We talked about haters a bit. Um, you know, uh, uh, I, they, they told me, they warned me, they warned me a year ago when I started popping and started getting whatever. And they started going, you know, the bigger you get, the more haters you're going to get. And I really, I, I, I guess I have to disagree with that because I don't, I don't, I can't personally say, except for the guys in New York, uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to veer off for one more second too about something else, but I can't personally say that I've had any haters that are of Wolf's quality because Wolf even told me, he goes, go on Reddit. Type in my name and you're going to see how many people hate me. And I'm, I'm like, okay, I did. And I go, Jesus Christ, why? What's, I mean, this guy's such a cool cat. What's going on? For some reason, and maybe because he puts himself out there differently than I do, people are like, you know, they attack this guy. And I'm like, why are you attacking this guy? He doesn't, it, whatever. So I did my name, read it, and I heard crickets. <laughs> I was like, what? I said, what? I guess, uh, whatever. Anyway, so, uh, I, the only, you know what? And to be completely honest with you, here on the, here in this in SoCal, here in Southern California, that's where I'm getting my biggest pushback. Um, in my in my little community, in the MagFed community, um, I've played with these guys. You know, I've kind of like I've been playing longer than a lot of these guys have. A lot of them don't think that pistols are really MagFed. For them, MagFed would be like the uh, the SAR. You know, I'm saying, you know, the the M17, and but a pistol is. I'm sorry, it's a magazine, right? It's a mag-fed gun. So, yeah, the, um, like first to the mag-fed. Right. Okay. Well, okay. So when I started, when I started getting uh, like some traction, whatever else, and I, I did that uh, celebrity event in December. It was uh, uh, the Peace Fund event. It was a big uh, a charity event that I did, and I was, I was teaching all the celebrities how to play. It was a two-day event, um, and I started walking the red carpet. And one of the things they asked me is. Oh, you know, we need a title. There was like a um, uh, an agent there or something. I forgot what they were, a handler or something. And she said, you got to come up with a title of specifically what you do. You can't just say paintball because, you know, people are going to go, ah, you have to be very specific. And I said, well, 
I actually play a, a, um, a niche of paintball called MagFed. She said, that's perfect. Call yourself a MagFed professional. I said, okay. So I called myself a MagFed professional. So what happened was um, I would start walking the red carpets. And I don't know if you guys know how the red carpet system works. But basically what it is is um, – there's a lady or a man off to the side, and she writes your name on like a white – one of those white erasing things. You know those uh, – the dry erase board? Yeah. So she writes your name on that, David Reaper Justin, uh, MagFed Professional or Paintball MagFed Professional, whatever it was. And then she walks in front of the cameras, and then she walks off. So then when you walk up there, they're all screaming, David Reaper, David Reaper. And I'm like, wow, how did they know who I was? I mean this is fantastic already. Okay, so – so that's where it kind of hit, you know, the MagFed professional, whatever else. So when I posted that on Facebook, this whole thing, I started getting kick or pushback from my SoCal people. Um, you know, uh, who do you think you are? And or the biggest one I always get is, you know, no one here thinks you're a celebrity. No one thinks that you're, you know, anything other than just a, you know, a guy that plays now and then and whatever. And I'm like, okay, you guys, I'm I'm confused. So please help me out on this one. I know you guys don't think I'm a celebrity. I got it. I'm 100%. But outside of Southern California, when I get, you know, people in, in New Zealand or Australia or, or England or whatever, people want my signature and my autograph and my banners and stuff, or people were waiting in line in, at, at Living Legends. Uh, you got me a bit confused now. Okay. You're telling me I'm not. And these, the rest of the world outside of Southern California is help me out here. And they're, they're just like, like this. So again, I, if you want to call that a hater, that's an interesting situation. Um, but let me ask you that, you guys, that question. Uh, I've backed into this thing. I didn't, I didn't go to a, a college prep course on how to be a celebrity or anything like that. I just am what I am and doing what I'm doing. To, you guys keep on joking with the word celebrity and everything like this. Apparently, somebody does think that I'm worthy of that name. That's all I'm trying to say. Can we put this to rest? Yes or no? I would say that in a small tank, people see us as what they perceive us as. So in your home where they're telling you you're not a celebrity, those are just people that don't really understand the outside of it. Like I used to coach uh, a certain sport for years in this uh, province where I live here in Canada. And in the small side of it, people are like, oh, he's the new guy. He's young. He's 25. He doesn't know shit. Da, 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 da. And 10 years later, they're still like, oh, he doesn't know anything. But anywhere else in Canada, I've worked with high-level athletes, high-level teams, and they're just like, oh, yeah, you know him, yeah, you're from that area, wow. oh, you must know him. So wow. it's it's that uh, animosity of your local okay. area, right. and they, they get that closed-mindedness, and when you break out of that shell, it's just like uh, when you're in high school where your classmates see you as a certain way, but you right. have that extracurricular activity outside where, you know, you're awesome right. at it or you're right. on this team or whatever so that's well, that's i think is happening to you so yes you are a celebrity because there is people that want to meet you want to sit down with you and say hey reaper what what's right. going on how did nice. you do this you know what what's you okay. going on today and and right. they're seeing your passion for this activity and your honesty and that's what your your sponsors are seeing too because I've, I've been on all sides of it where i've been the athlete looking for sponsorship, been the coach looking for sponsorship right. for the athlete. And now as a athlete slash business owner, I'm looking for sponsorship, but I'm also offering sponsorship. Nice. And I'm always looking for the people that are true to the sport. So I'm like, yeah, send me a little video so I know who you are. And if I like how you are as a person nice. and morally and ethically, like it all kind of blends together and we're all looking in the same direction right on. 
if you're that person who just wants free gear to look, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Just, just to be I that cool kid. Right. That, that's not really what I'm looking for. When I was the athlete looking for sponsorship, yeah, everybody was going to the main companies because that's who we want ultimately to get that validation from saying, Hey, I'm the in-house guy for this, you know, right. or boxing company or whatever. And then you think, okay, well, everybody's going to them. So I'm going to start going to those obscure places like optometrists or right. Exactly. You know, Go to those different places and say, hey, look, I'm this athlete. This is my sport. Uh, I have a strong work ethic. Here's my right. background. And they're like, you know what? We don't sponsor anybody because nobody comes to us. We're a paint store. Like I had one company that they uh, were just – they sold paint. They're, that's all they sold. So we went to them and said, hey, look, you know, we don't – we can wear your name. We can do this for you. And we can come in and say, yeah, you know, give you pictures and keep you updated. And they're like, yeah. And they threw that's money. Cool. had nobody Dude. else. Dude, you know what that's like? We can use the same model as like a little league kind of thing. You know, exactly. there's like right, there's little leagues and they're and they're sponsored by Joe's Paint. Yeah. And and Joe is happy because he's getting his word out there, and the other team is happy. They're, we don't all have to be sponsored by Titman or Die or or uh, by or or McGillow. And that's what I, if you look at my sponsors, a lot of them are. I mean, I have alcohol companies, I have uh, uh, drink, I got everything. Well, I've got even cupcake companies. It doesn't yeah, matter. It doesn't matter. Okay, that is pure success right there. When you have a company, yeah. company sponsor, <laughs> exactly. oh, you you know, it. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And that's that um, top-line branding that you were talking about that we want is, right. yeah, okay, I, I want to be sponsored by Titman someday, but you know right. what? Nobody, not everybody makes it to the NHL. But there's seven other companies out there in my local area that need right. advertising. I agree. That that they see me going to the local field or whatever, and I'm promoting these sports, and, oh, okay, right on, they're going to jump on it. So my advice to the new person jumping into this, don't go after the big five. Go after the little ones around you. Mm -hmm. Find a way to partner with them so you're giving them something back for what you're getting from them. So if you're getting $500 a month for them to go to competitions, then Mm -hmm. you blaze the crap out of their logos. Exactly. and everywhere, and if somebody else comes up and says, okay, well, I'm going to give you $700 a month, don't forget the guy that was there first with you. Yeah. Move their look down a little bit, but keep them with you. That way, other sponsors see that you're loyal, and then it just it right. builds. Because your honesty as a person is going to take you further. I agree. And that's with you, right? Because yeah. you know, I was looking at some of your history. You are a, a peer to be an honest, legitimate person who just wants to enjoy the sport, and like you started with your son and everything, and and that's how most parents or people get roped into things. Is right. we start with kids. I got two teenage boys, and that's how most of my stuff started. Is with my sons. Here I am a few years later. They're getting a little older for it. They're moving on to different projects of school. But you know right. what? I still enjoy it. You're what you said, seventy five. So uh, you still enjoy this, right? No, I do. I I think it's I think it's it's a. Um, we we have a, a very unique community in the paintball community, and there's like different levels of it. Um, we we have uh, I would say one of our biggest faults that we have in our community is the the front door. The front door. I'm just I'm just going to basically talk about maybe United States or maybe even Southern California. The front door in our world is kind of like gladiators. Uh, the, the the kids uh, either they go there and they pee their pants 
and they're like, uh, or the other ones are like, uh, I love this kind of thing. You you throw these kids into an environment where it's like um, a ten year old versus a a forty five year old. The forty five year old has a um, you know an X seven with a huge uh, what he can throw thirty balls a second, and he's bunkering some ten year old kid because he didn't get to go to a psychiatrist or something like this. Well, either that kid is going to walk away going this is fucked, or he's going to go I want to come back. Well, yeah, exactly. they don't they don't do that in little league. They don't put you in front of the the ball the the, the cage nope. and throw a ball at your head. <laughs> Not the good ones, anyways. <laughs> okay, well, what I'm saying is our you sport our sport is kind of unique in that way that our front door is kind of like that you know like the uh, that that thing where you got a, a gauntlet where you got to run down and people are hitting you basically with sticks and things. Some people can make it. Some people pee their pants and some people go collect berries instead of you know be that do do something else. Well. If you can get into the point that we're into the sport and you can give back and you can say to these kids, listen, it's not all like that. This is going to be great. It's going to be a fun time. You know, this is a wholesome 95 percent of the people that play our sport are really wholesome, you know, blue collar kind of working kind of guys. You 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 got a kid for life and you got a parent for life kind of thing. So that's what I'm constantly trying to do is, you know, when I go out on the field and they go, oh, there's Reaper and I give the kid my pistol or I'll go. I get two more pistols out of my trunk, and then we'll go do like a, a the father and son are together and me, and we'll do like a, a pistol event. And so I'll go to the speedball or whatever, and the father and son now have to work together to shoot me, and we're only using pistols. These guys are like they're giving each other high fives when I allowed them shoot to shoot me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you allowed but you, them to. Yes, but you, but what I'm saying is. You, you look what you've created. You've created such a, a, an environment that these kids are just going to love everything forever. So exactly, it's a grassroots I, approach. It's, it's exactly, creating the sport. So the same thing what you were saying about the the sponsors. Go out and get that optometrist or that paint sponsor, or whatever else. Go help your go go help your team grow. Do you can't back in the day when I was first playing 2008, there was all this money in paintball. I mean, um, there was like, you know, the MPPL, the PSP, everybody's throwing money at everybody like this. It was crazy. There's not that money anymore. There's like you said, there might be the big five. When Titman flew me out to living legends, uh, this a couple weeks ago, I'm a give, I give back. They set up a booth for me in the front and I was like a, uh, a fucking barker. I was like, come on over here. Hey, look at, oh, it's Reaper. Hey, look at, so I was signing autographs. I was taking, I said, hey, did you see what's inside? I was walking him around inside the, the booth. Tipman got their money's worth from me because I love Tipman. And I was going there and saying, listen, I'm going to be here for five days. I'm giving back. I'll, I'll tell you what I did. I got the VIP pass. I got this like wrist thing and that means you get all the food and drink you want. I was going and, and giving to my Tipman guys because I didn't want the Brockwurst and the, I don't drink beer and stuff. So I was going and giving back. This Who thinks about doing that? Nobody. People were like, oh, I'm here and I'm on a paid scholarship and you know uh, I'm going to go out and play. I only played one game and that was the, the pistol event that I created. Other than that, I was standing in the, the fucking humidity. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I, I was sweating like a dog, but 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 I had fans coming up to me and I was signing banners and I was doing autograph doing whatever I was doing. I said, listen, let's go. I'd, I'll grab him, I'd, I'd go grab a Tipman shirt and just give it to him. This is what I'm trying to say. If you want to be where I'm at, be that be that same person. Give back more than you're taking. Just just if you have to like go play one game and then the rest of the time you're fixing somebody's guns, do that. It doesn't matter. If you're now, really into what you're off. doing, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, Joe, just, when you started off, did you have the goal of becoming what you are today, or did you no. just go out with a simple purity no. of the love of the sport and wanting I'm you, to just? Dude, I backed into it. It was like exactly. I, and that's I just, the message: is you did not start out by saying, "Okay, 
I see a lot of money and time in this. I like paintball, <laughs> and I just I want to be that guy. You started right. out by saying, "Hey, I'm just going to play and have fun." That's and it. This is who I am, and that's right. what and people have to realize. And the other so thing too is for sponsorship is you can't you cannot jump into something thinking right. I'm going to make it to the NHL someday. Like, right, right, right. It, you got to go, like you're saying, and I want to iterate this in Canadian, not in American, uh, <laughs> is that go ahead, eh? you have to go very humbly and just go and put those 10,000 hours in, those yes, man minutes yes. or women minutes, I'm not yes. saying, uh, you know, saying yes, either way, yes. go and just have fun with it. If you truly are there for the sport, sponsors are going to see that, they're going to notice that, and it's going to come forth in your applications for sponsorship, it's right, going to come right. forth in your application of the sport on the field and what you contribute to it. And word will get out. Yes, okay. people watch your YouTube videos, but you've only got a couple, like you said. So what they're going to hear is what the field owners are saying, what the refs right. are saying, what the people right. you play against are saying. That's worth more than a YouTube video. Not okay. that Nightmares videos are worthless. They're freaking fantastic, okay? <laughs> well, Let's say you, that. Man. Thank you. You're very but, welcome. But listen, I want you to use me as an example because – if you see what a majority of our stars, uh, celebrities, our ambassadors, whatever words you want to use, a lot of them are, majority of them are based on that, are based on their, um, are, are, are their video stars, basically. They have created these videos. They've created a following. They've gotten their, uh, whatever. Even Mike Phillips, uh, he's, he's a great player, but he created this, uh, this little dynasty for, you know, giving honest, uh, uh, things about guns and everything like this. Um, all of these people got their word out by social media. I used Facebook to generate uh, this this image, but again, I only have two videos. I I uh, I was at this MagFed event two weeks ago, and I shot just. I didn't realize my GoPro was kind of funky. It was like pointed up or whatever. But I shot two videos really quick of of I don't know if you guys saw them of just people like coming around corners, or whatever. And it was like you know really five second videos. I got a thousand views in two days, and I'm like. What? I mean, this, this is bullshit. I just did that to show the guy that I shot him. Other than that, I didn't, you know, I wasn't like trying to like, you know, make a video. So if you want to use me as an example, I'm not using videos to, pro to become, uh, Reaper or to do Reaper or to pr promote Reaper. Look at, look at, use me as an example. Look what I'm trying to do. I'm going, uh, let's say 50 50. 50% 50 is my playing. 50% is the altruistic behavior of helping yep. charities and helping, you know, helping to grow the sport. Listen to me. Uh, you guys, do you guys know what I do with like, um, I'll grab some guy in like Oklahoma, some kid in Oklahoma, and I'll say, hey, I'll PM him and go, hey, I'm going to make you famous. And he goes, Reapers PMing me, what? And I go, hang on a second. And I'll go, hey, holding down the fort and so and so is this guy, right? Who else is promoting the average Joe? Yeah, nobody's exactly. nobody's That's doing awesome. that, right? Okay, how about this? On my podcast, I'll I'll grab somebody and I'll go, Do you want to be my co-host for and he goes, What? <laughs> I go, Yeah, <laughs> why not? Be my co-host for the day. And they're like, What? So or or I did this thing on Facebook where I said, just give me a picture of yourself and call it I am paintball. And you know, just put I am paintball in there. I got flooded because there is no place, nobody's doing this where they're giving the the other players the opportunity to shine. And this is what I'm trying to say. I've come to a certain level in this sport where I can say, okay, 
the only time you look down on somebody is when you're ha- when you're helping them up. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. This is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to say, hey, do you, uh, come on. I mean, do you want to get sponsored? Listen to how I did it. Come on, do this. And and I can't guarantee you that Armagillo is going to say yes, and I can't guarantee you the Kill House. But I'm saying, follow my path and just say, hey, maybe this will work for you. Nobody else is doing this, and I'm trying no. to do this. And I'm, you know what? And again, yes, I'm American. Yes, I'm blowing my own horn. But I'm I'm being honest with you guys. Well, that I'm trying. But. I'm trying to promote. I'm trying to help promote. I'm trying to say, listen, you know, uh, however I can help you, let me know. I get people PME me all the time. Can you help me promote this? Can you help? Sure. And they're like, really? <laughs> sure. Why not? Let well, me see, help that, you. That brings up what you're saying there just a couple minutes ago is when you don't shoot for videos. You just go and play and everything. And right, when you right. watch Nightmares or Guardians videos, Hooligan tries to, but Nightmares and <laughs> Guardians videos, they're not shooting, like they're not filming just their kill shots or anything. They're going and playing and just happen to have cameras on them and then nice. edit it to show you that. Other nice. people are going and playing to to the camera. Right. The no, camera I can't is, do that. is their goal. Yeah. And and when you watch those YouTube videos, yeah, sure, they get one video that has thirty five thousand views or whatever once. Right. But when you have those consistent guys like Guardian and Nightmare who have these videos that are watched regularly by people and people stumble across them and go, hey, this is pretty cool because they're chatting to me, they're talking through it, and they're playing and just have a camera on them. They're not playing to the camera. And Correct. that goes to that holistic thing that you're saying. And, you know, I'm enjoying hearing you speak and what you have to say. And that's what you have to keep in mind when you're – uh, looking for sponsorship or you're approaching the sport, when you blow your own horn, if you're doing it and not uh, humble about it in the same time, like blowing your horn and sounding humble at the same time, there is a way to do it. And you're doing it right now is oh, you're not coming off as I'm the best. These guys suck. Uh, you know, <laughs> I went to this event and it was terrible and oh, I was awesome. No. I rocked it. No, no, you're talking about, okay, I can help you. Yes. Help me help you. Yes. Is what you're yes. To do. yes. Now, Tremendous. It also also helps if you're a little Pollyanna or if you have a Peter Pan syndrome, which I do. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so wait, wait. what the hell I'm is Peter very, Pan syndrome? Peter Pan syndrome is when you're when you're very optimistic and everybody is everybody's a good person in this world. No matter who you meet, you're always looking for the you know everything's going to be everything's going to be all right. Everything's like Bob Marley says. That's what. I was raised, my brain is, is, is programmed that way that again, if a hater comes to me and says, who the fuck do you think you are? I said, whoever you want, whoever you're projecting on me, that's who I am. But I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, tell you this is, and then somebody else will come up to him and go, dude, that's Reaper. He's the greatest guy in the world. And the guy goes, oh, oh, oh. And listen, and listen, you can't make everybody happy. You can't make friends with everybody. No. I understand that kind of stuff, but. You, it all starts with you. It all starts with your behavior. And if you're yeah. going to throw off, like, you know what they always say in, in the United States? Why do I need a gun? Because if you carry a gun, you're actually, you know, throwing, projecting, you know, that kind of like, ooh, you know, you, you, someone's going to rob you. You need, okay. I project the opposite. I'm always projecting goodness and I'm always projecting, hey, listen, yes, I'll shoot you or yes, I'll whatever, but I'll hug you afterwards. You know what I'm saying? I'll give you a high five if you shoot me. I'm not going to kick the dirt and go, motherfucker. I don't do that. Yeah, exactly. And that's the sport mentality that we want to bring into things. And us right. as Canadians more, normally bring that in. And when you go to the Olympics and stuff, you'll see the Canadians hugging and cheering everybody yes, high-fiving yes, and stuff. Yes, Because yes. that's just bred into us, you know, and I apologize for that. But <laughs> no, I like it. We, <laughs> you know we, 
like to be having fun. Right. And with paintball, you cannot hold a grudge. You, and no. airsoft is the same thing. You just you go have fun, and that right. carries on to everything you're doing. Right. I, I, I had an, the, uh, a really interesting chat with Wolf. You know, did you guys? You obviously hooligan listened to the podcast, right? Yeah. You, know, you guys were there. Okay. So he was he was hitting the perspective of being a black guy and hitting it like, well, you know, I'm a Canadian, I'm a black guy, and then you know, some people don't like black guys and whatever. He was going, you know, he was he was hitting all these different angles of it. Now again, I'm a Jewish guy, but you you don't know that I'm I don't wear like Star of David's on my shoulder. So hey, there's a Jew. I don't do that kind of stuff, but. I do understand the struggle of, you know, blacks and Jews have always had that, like, a bond, that kinship because of, like, the civil rights, whatever. And, uh, what, anyway, the point is, I understand that kind of stuff. And when you bring, um, uh, when, when you go to paintball and, and people bring their, their, uh, their Confederate flags or they're like, oh, they're Nazis or whatever else like this, you know, I'm cool. Whatever you want to do, as long as you don't hate on me. You know, if, if you feel connected to being a Nazi because you think, felt the Third Reich was a strong army and you want to be a strong army when you play paintball, I'm cool. I don't, I'm not offended but by your swastikas. Once you, you want to pick an army that actually won. <laughs> no. Listen, I'm a, Listen, I study history. I study, I love World War II. You know, I understand, I can tell you what color Hitler's socks were. I could, I have no problem. You know, if the guy was walking around with like a portable gas chamber and he's trying to burn Jews at the same time at the, on the paintball field, okay, we might have a little bit of thing to talk about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, okay, but, but basically, all of the people that I've met playing paintball, whether they like Jews or don't like Jews, like blacks, don't like blacks, I don't care. It doesn't matter. They like Reaper. They like who I am. They like what I'm trying to do. So I think it transcends all of this like um, racism and, and anti-Semitism and all this kind of stuff. And that's what I'm trying to do. If you go to my website, it says Hitman for the Mossad. So I'm not hiding <laughs> That I'm like, a, you know, that I love Israel and stuff like this. But again, on the field, keep your negativity someplace else. And, yeah. and when we when we did the uh, the pistol event at, at Living Legends, we had like 30 guys. And I said to them before we walked in the field, I said, put your egos here and bring your fun with you. And we had we had like um, Alabaster, we had uh, Midnight Angel, we had all these guys. And I was showing them how to hug and how to give high fives and. It's all about leadership. If you can be the host of an event and show people that they don't have to hate each other, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna succeed. There is no there is no there is no limit for what you can do. So so uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm uh, oh, that's I'm just all. A, that's all. I'm a big. <laughs> that was listen. a very quick five minute intro. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, big, I'm a very big <laughs> proponent of this. You guys all know that, and um, I just. I hope that this the show we're talking, uh, you know, about like how to brand and promote yourself. Um, and Jester, Jester is right on. I mean, maybe because he's, I, I sense in his voice that he's older than you guys, but a bit. maybe. Okay, what I'm saying is, Jester and I come from a different. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I get, Jester, you don't have to tell me your age. I already told you mine, but I'm guessing we came from a different generation than Hooligan and uh, and um, uh, Guardian and. Hang on a second. Where, here, here, it's right up here. Hang on a second. Hooligan, Nightmare, and Guardian. Hey. Yes, I, I think they're. I think they're the younger of the generation. Am I right with that or not? Yeah, they're just a little yeah. bit younger than me. I'm 36. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Anyway, what I'm saying yeah. is, not, <laughs> what I'm saying is also. Also, Jester also came from a military background where he has to learn to work with people and of all races and stripes and everything like this. So yes. we're bringing. Jester and I are bringing this kind of mentality into the to the sport, and we're kind of, in a sense, maybe changing it. You know, maybe we're guiding that iceberg a little bit to the left, 
and saying, hey, you know, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be a speedballer and, you know, bunker somebody and, you know, and, 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 and yell somebody, yell, yell, hey, get out, motherfucker. Listen, we know most of us that play our sport, we, we play honestly. We don't wait for the referee to call us out. We play honestly, right? Yeah. Okay. We have another section of our sport, the speedball world, where it's just ingrained in them when they play bunker ball and stuff and, and, you know, and they're playing on the, the snake or whatever. They'll, they'll light each other up. They'll hurt each other and they're only going to get out when the referee tells them to. We understand that. Okay. When these guys come on our field, as in field like your guys' field or rec ball fields, we've got to be that leader. We've got to be that like, Hey, we got young kids out here. Don't do that kind of stuff. It only takes one ball. Leaves, to... By example, there you go. So I think that's that, that's what Jester is talking about. Also, is that you know, just do that kind of thing. Be a leader and, and don't be an idiot. I like that. Don't be a leader. Don't be an idiot. There's your next motto right <laughs> that, there. There's your there's your ta- that's your tagline for the show. It doesn't roll. It off sounds the like a Shania well, Twain song. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand how people think they can grow our sport by bringing this negative connotation to it. Um, like so many times in my in the comments on my videos, I get, wow, I wish we had people like you down at my field because no one's mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the very first videos I ever posted, uh, I shot a kid and he screeched <laughs> as loud as possible. My heart sank on the field. Yep. I wow. threw my hand up. I ran over to him like, dude, are you OK? All I did was clip him in the wrist a little bit, but it was enough that it hurt him. Yeah. I checked on him. I asked him, hey, man, are you OK? Do you want me to walk you off the field? His dad even came running over, and then he got lit up because he was right in the middle of the game. <laughs> but uh, you know, you got to take care of the little ones, especially, and you got to show them that we're not there to hurt you. Right. Yeah, you know, a paintball does sting once in a while. You get hit in that soft spot, but you know, if they're not all like that, and we're not trying to do it to hurt you, we just we want to have some fun on the weekend. Nice. Well, and like what you're saying there, nightmare is when you get those those mentalities on those fields. You get those little clicks that come in, and it actually destroys fields because it yes. chases people away. In my area, in the, in the two, I don't know what the heck we call them, in the early 2000s there, between 0 and 10, there was yeah. eight fields in my area within a 50-kilometer radius. That's 25 miles-ish. Um, they closed because they got that little click in there where people were wow. bullies. And uh, luckily, the way we run my field with my refs and everything, we haven't had that happen yet. And we, you know, people like that will be punted because it is about like, like I said, you go over and you check on that kid and say, Hey, okay, I got you out, but you know, are you okay, little man? Like what's right. going on? And, wow. and when people get those clicks going, fields close and that ruins the sport for everybody. And, and the people that show up, uh, cause nightmare and I were talking about this before is when they show up with that attitude, they're not there for the for the sport. They're there right. because like I had a corporate day a couple weeks ago. I was telling Nightmare about and Guardian Hooligan wasn't around because we hid this. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about how this one corporate sports day. One guy showed up to play paintball, no sleeves on, tank top, and at my field, if you're new to the sport, we give you a quick. Okay, this is like we spent 30 minutes. This is your marker. This is how you move. This is how you avoid getting shot. When people are shooting at you, face this way so you don't take it in the back of the head. Uh, just a quick little, you know, intro. And this guy's like, oh, I've played paint before. I don't know. You need to know how to do this. I'm awesome. And his buddy goes, yeah, I, I took this course. And I'm like, oh, that course. He's like, yeah, in the military. And I'm like, because they didn't even look at my spiel. I'm like, oh, in the military. And he goes, yeah, ours artillery. And I'm like, Artillery? I was infantry. You fuckers were never a part of my language. 
you guys are never <laughs> it's on too time. Late. Too late now. Well, I will beef it out. Uh, <laughs> Reaper said it, not me. Uh, <laughs> you guys are never on time. And the whole group laughed at him. And these two with their little attitude realized, okay, I'm on a field that has integrity and honesty. And these newbies are not going to be my little meat puppets for the day. I can't run around being all awesome and breaking rules. So I'm just going to sit over here and pout for two hours and then ask for a refund. So it, uh, it was, I guess I was telling like I said, nightmare and guardian about that. And, uh, their shock was like, Holy crap. There's still people out there like that. And these, these two guardian nightmare, they play on fields all over Atlantic Canada and they haven't seen like this, but this is just that one guy who's, the weekend warrior who's like, oh, I'm coming in this one weekend. Right. I'm going to show all these people because I'm so awesome. And right. I have a little muscle tone because I drove by the gym. <laughs> all right, yeah, so I like my workouts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and those are the people that we want to avoid. We want to guide them to, you know, something else. And even in other sports that I was part of, we would guide that personality somewhere else because they're not coachable. So they're not really something we want in our sport, be it baseball, boxing, soccer, football, or paintball or airsoft. We don't want that mentality in anything. I agree. I agree 100%. Um, I I think it's interesting also. It's a cultural thing. Um, down here, we have a lot of uh, – well, okay, Los Angeles is a mix, uh, is, is obviously a melting pot. You know, Asians, Mexicans, blacks, uh, Jews, whatever you want to say, we've got it down here. It's fantastic. A lot of times it happens, though, is um, a lot of people in, I would say, how do I, okay, people that are from, let's say, between San Diego and Argentina, um, between Chile and, let's say, uh, Cuba. Did I narrow down the... the, the yeah. The, yeah, yeah, you got a nice, <laughs> nice okay. spread there. Okay. All right, cool. In the Latino community, there's, there's a very big um, emphasis on being machismo. And uh, a lot of our, we have, we have sometimes we have gang members where I play. It's not the hood, but it's kind of whatever. It used, it, it's, it's not Beverly Hills. And um, a lot of times we get gang members that come in with their wife beaters on and whatever, and they've got their expensive guns and they've got the USA Vato, hey, cabrón, pinche bendejo. You know, they're like, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, screw you up kind of thing. And, yeah. and, and they'll come and play and they'll, they'll, They'll shoot somebody or they'll, they'll overshoot somebody or whatever else like that. And I'll go over to him. I go, Hey, dude, you know, you don't need to do this. You can just shoot one. He goes, Hey, I say, who do you think you are? I say, what are you, Darth Vader, man? What are you doing? And, <laughs> and I'll go, okay. I said, I'm just, I'm just giving you a fair warning. Please don't do that. Don't do this on this field. Be, be nice. People, the, the, the field owner has paid, um, like a high price for insurance. They make money for having people come back. And if you're going to hurt people, they don't come back. It's not going to work. You always say it like this. So what I'll do is I'll tell my other pistol friends and we'll go hunt the guy. Exactly. <laughs> and that, and we'll, that we'll, like my son said one time, my youngest son, he was 12 at the time. He said, dad, Self-control is good, but sometimes yeah. self-control prevents us from doing what needs to be done. I lo- oh, dude, he should write that down. That oh, is I've a- got it written down. <laughs> that needs to be on a T-shirt. That is a genius <laughs> of a kid there. You have a genius of a kid. Listen, even even um, uh, what is his name? Clint Eastwood, when he was doing like his spaghetti westerns, you know, he, he he only wanted to get a drink. Why are you screwing with him? You know, I'm saying? just like and then eventually he would tell the guy, um, make six coffins. Whoops. I mean, seven. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, I. I, I'm not a big proponent of going around hunting people, but in a sense, if you let that person know, you know, you come up behind them and you shoot them, whatever the situation is, and they go, yo, and I go, listen, my friend, I'm warning you, please be nice out here like this. There was one guy where 
uh, he, he started shooting me in the back. I was on his team. He started shooting me back. I came back and I walk, I, it was a very hot day and I shouldn't have done this, but, um, just to give you a little backstory, um, I, uh, we had, we had been talking a little bit on the field before they blew, blew the whistle. Uh, I said, okay, this is what I look like. I started running forward and he started shooting me in the back and I turned around. He started shooting me in the front and I said, dude, oh. we're on the same team. And he's like, uh, I, I took my pistol and I well, point blank and I shot him in the mask. Boom, like this. And I said, <laughs> and I said, don't shoot your own players. See what it feels like. He took his mask off and we were about to go for it. The rest came, oh, whatever God. else. Uh, he, he had, he, I think he drank too much Red Bull or something. We went out, um, we went out of the field and everybody knows me and everybody knows that, you know, I'm not going to like fight. So the guy goes, yo, the guy shot me. And I said, look at me. I told you not to shoot. Why are you shooting your own? And he goes, yeah, dude, I'm sorry. I'm so, it was just, I got too hyped and we hugged it out. Okay. Again, I took the situation and I, I shot him in the head or the mask, whatever. But then I, I hugged it out and I said, listen, man. Are you sure you're not Canadian? <laughs> <laughs> I might be. I don't know. But I'm just saying that um, it all happens. We, we, these, these, do, these, these things do happen out there. But again, you, what, what you guys said is, you know, don't leave with a negative tone. T- tone or, or a bad taste in your mouth, you know, just yeah. uh, no, no grudges, just, you know, get it worked out kind of thing. And yeah, so, right. so again, My kids in a new activity when they were younger was we have a rule. If you're because everybody gets frustrated the first time they try something, especially adults, we're adult learners. We're terrible at learning stuff because we feel as adults, we should already know how to do everything. Mm-hmm. So we, we shut our minds down and we're terrible at re- uh, receiving things, especially hooligan. So <laughs> what's with all the hate? Oh my God. My boys, they have a rule when they were younger is if I'm crying, I can't quit. I have to finish wow. this smiling. Wow. You know what? Dude, you're doing a great job. How many kids do you have? Oh, I don't have any. He's <laughs> <laughs> got two sons. We are his kids. He rents. Yeah. He rents. No, I, have, I have two sons. Two teenagers. Yeah. I can, no, you can't hide that. It's, I can hear it. You know, and you do, it yeah. sounds like you're doing a great job as a father. I don't know if you beat them like Ben Crosby after the, they closed the doors, but, uh, Ben Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that, that was such a, that was such a, a crush for me when I found out that I'm dreaming of a white Christmas while he's beating his kids. I'm like, what the hell? No, so Jester just, just breaks out the squeegee. Yeah, exactly. So, no, I'm sure, I'm sure, uh, Jester, you're not doing that and you sound like a great father. So great, great, you know, great. Great on you for that. Is that what you guys say, these Canadians? Great on you. Great on you, eh? Good on you. Oh, good. Whatever. It's, it's, it's not a series of words. It's just a sound. It's just good. Uh, but you know, like it just, it's a blah kind of thing. So. Like you got something in your throat and you go, good on you. Yeah, we, we talk in sound. It just, it's not words. It's just sounds. That's cool. You guys, that's cool. Listen, um, you guys have been fascinating. Thank you very much for coming on my show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this was the easiest podcast to record ever. I just sat back and surfed Reddit. <laughs> you guys I haven't fun. listened to a damn thing you've said yeah, all yeah. night. I don't mind. I don't mind. All night here in, in little cool. memes. Uh, this, I hope you. Um, I hope you got your. You, you cut your fingernails. You 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 figured out your QuickBooks. You got everything else done. Well, I just I sat here and babbled. That was fantastic. Thank hey, you. Hey, I did take a couple notes. I'll, I'll give you that. I took a couple notes. Uh, nice. Put some things on Instagram. You know, all that good stuff. Uh, nice, nice. What are your notes? Uh, uh, that's cool. But no. Um. But yeah. But the basically like again with the celebrity thing. You know. Um. Uh, like Jester said, it depends on why you're doing it. And if you, whatever reason you're doing, it. I got this guy, uh, in, um, Texas. His name is Colton Bain. And, um, he's like a big fan of mine. He's a really, he's becoming a really good fa- uh, Facebook friend kind of thing. And I said, uh, 
you know, he kind of, he kind of wants to get his name out there by doing things. And I said, what do you do? What, what, what do you do that nobody else does? And he goes, well, I like to fix people's guns. So he came up with this idea to get an old iPad and download every single PDF file of every schematic for every gun. So when he goes out on the field, he can just say, hey, oh, yeah, I can see. Oh, I fixed it. So he's being that guy. He's making himself that guy. So then when um, Oklahoma DJ came around, I had told Titman about him. He went to the Titman booth. They started talking. Yeah, you know, hey, we can maybe work out something. And then if you if Hooligan, do you remember, I got the call from him and uh, Spencer and the, the guy that owns the you know Oklahoma D-Day. Do you guys remember that call? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that completely blew me away. But if you look at the chain of events on how that came about, I've always been nice to this guy. I'm always nice to Titman. I'm always whatever, blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden, out of the blues, people say, well, let's be nice to Reaper. And all of a sudden, bam, I'm getting this phone call from the owner of the park and, and, and from, um, from Eric from Titman and from Spencer and, and Colton about, hey, we're here to surprise you. That blew me away. But I... I, it was earned. It was earned because I, I'm a good person and, I, and, I'm, and I'm like trying to be my best. And these people are going, well, Reaper's always throwing off karma. Let's throw some karma back his way. And I'm like, nice. wow. That's, you know what I'm saying? That, there was, is, that was a really cool call when they called it. It was. And you know what? And there is, there is no rule about being nice. There is, I know that our world is, you know, kind of based on, you know, doggy dog and hate each other kind of thing. But well, we got to change that. Try being nice. Try being nice. Just try going out, even though we're shooting each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> try being nice for a while. You know what I'm saying? And whatever. Don't wake up in the morning going, ah, oh, shit, what a horrible day. No, wake up with a song in your heart and say, yeah, it's going to be a great day. I mean, again, that's Pollyanna. That's, um, uh, you that's, could, that's uh, that Peter Pan syndrome you were talking you about. Be, you can be, you can be, you can call the it, call chronic it Peter hopeful. Pan. Yeah, be a chronic hopeful that the world well, is listen, a good place. My wife is Israeli, right? My wife is like the Israelis are considered the the Spartans of today. You know, you know, three hundred. You know, the Spartans kind of thing. Mm -hmm. They Don't are. Tell me about it. They are a warrior. Okay, they are a warrior society. There's, there was a whole book that was written about these people. They are a warrior society. They are citizen soldiers that are a warrior society, and they're not as bad as the Spartans, where they're like, you know, two. They they, they take their five year old with swords and have them fight each other, and if one got killed, it was like, well, we'll have to have another kid. But the Israelis are a, a, a warrior society. And so my wife is of that, that ilk. I'm Peter yes. Pan and she is Captain Hook. I don't know. She's like, she's like, <laughs> she's, well, at least she's not the crocodile following. The crocodile. She can be the crocodile. <laughs> no, she's, she's, she's an amazing person. We've been married since 1987. Huh? Are you there? Oh, we've been married since 1987, but she keeps me in check. I mean, I would probably be like uh, joining a cult something if she wouldn't, you know. So I have my, you know, uh, my craziness of everybody's a good person. But, then, you know, I'm also my feet are firmly planted on the ground also. So, you know, just figure out what works, works best for you. And, and I'm, I'm serious. We are we are in a community, a paintball community where niceness doesn't always, you know, you don't put nice and paintball together. People are haters or like, you know, this. And all of a sudden this guy comes around who looks like a badass. And I knew this because I was warned. Everybody told me the minute you start your podcast, you're going to start losing fans because the minute they hear your voice and they go, this guy's a nice guy. He doesn't look like that picture. Yeah, it <laughs> takes the mystery out of it. And I said, okay, you know what? I, I'll, I'll do that. Well, I got now all of a sudden I've got 100 followers that I didn't have before because they can't get in because I've got 5,000 fans. And the fans or the people that are dropping off, the followers are telling them, thank you. Now there's room for us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like why I, they didn't let Tyson talk too much in the beginning. 
Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so listen, be yourself, go out there, do whatever you want to do. Work, work this thing from your heart. And, uh, don't, don't look at it as like, I'm going to be famous someday. Just do it. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And, um, probably if you're doing it the way that I do it, when it happens, you're going to go, wow, that's cool. You're not going to sit around the house going, God damn it. When's the phone going to ring? <laughs> when, when does, when does Mr. Famous call me and say, you're famous now too? It's like, it yeah, you work. can't wait for it. You got to get out there and do it. Oh, 10,000 yep. hours. Exactly. Just do it. It's going to happen, man. Yep. Yeah. So uh, anyway, enough of, uh, enough of me. Let's talk about me. So. What is that? Wow. Oh, is that, is that, over there. Hey, look at I'm having flashbacks to Jerusalem. I think, yeah, I think that's Jester playing with his phone. <laughs> no, I'm musical. Who yeah, is, oh, exactly. okay. Well, I like it. It sounds very, it sounds very Middle Eastern. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That was that's the timing. <laughs> that sounds like a shotgun. That's very cool. So, uh, anyway, you guys, I'm sorry to have, uh, I'm sorry to have, uh, overtaken your podcast with no, my well, babbling. I figured I've taken over yours a few times. I'd give you a chance to take mine over. No, I don't mind. I don't mind. Listen, you're always welcome. All you guys are welcome on. Please come on. Always hang with us. Um, next, uh, tomorrow night, we've got, uh, Midnight Angel. We've got Antonio. And he wants to kind of do the same thing we did with Wolf. He wants to do an in-depth. And we're going to have, uh, like the last 45 minutes of people just calling in and stuff. So, uh, you know, if you guys want to call in and say hi to him or something, this is cool. But yeah, uh, I'll probably call in. That'll be, that'll be cool. Um, <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, but no, if you want, if you want to call in and just hang too, Hogan, that's cool. You can do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, cool. your name. Yeah, you're famous now. <laughs> he doesn't even know who you are. This is the first time you guys have ever talked. Exactly. It's I know. true. I actually sent him like twenty bucks via PayPal just to come on and. Uh, well, it worked. Yeah. Yeah. You're asking for a refund after this, eh? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I put in a dispute. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's good. That's very fun. That's a joke, right? Yeah. yeah exactly. I like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's Canadian. Canadian humor. Um, it's very dry so, and cold. unless you guys, do you have any questions for me? Because I've just been babbling. So, if you guys got like anything you want to ask me? Uh, I have a very serious question. How do you handle wearing all that gear in the heat of LA? Okay. Very good question. Number one is, I was in the Israeli army. Oh, so, yeah. um, <laughs> that answers it. There you go. That's your answer. Tough said. We have that. That's not heat. That's not heat. But no, I'm going to give you. I'll give you some. I'll give you some honest things here. Yes, I'm wearing black, but also on on my helmet, I've drilled four holes so I can let the heat out. And on my pants, if you saw that picture that I took of Living Legends, I was standing on a car. My my pistols were akimbo. You saw that I had like holes underneath or grommets. They're underneath. I have four grommets underneath my underneath where your huevos rancheros are. And and. And I don't wear any underwear, and so everything kind of is, you know, kind of air, air, air conditioned down there. Okay, okay. Kind of air conditioned down there. But here's the other thing too, and this is what I learned in the Israeli army. It's very, very simple. Um, you have to absorb the heat. You can't fight the heat. Do you understand? When you are uh, playing, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Okay, you're going to go to Fourth of July for a picnic, and you know you're wearing your best clothes, whatever, and you're hanging out underneath the. Um, you're hanging out underneath the, uh, the shade, the shade, you're drinking your lemonade and you go, Oh, I don't want to sweat. I don't want to sweat. If you go play paintball and you just get into it and say sweating is part of it, then it doesn't matter how hot you are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. It makes sense. So that's I, kind of I'm, my philosophy. I'm not built for heat though. So it doesn't matter how much I get into the heat. It's still going to suck. Well, you can, you know what? Have you ever tried using the wet towel around your neck thing where you soak it in ice water and put it around your neck? No, but I might try that. Okay, and it's also protects your neck like a like a, just get a black 
I don't know. I mean, for me, it would be a black one, so it doesn't stand out. But a black, soak it in in, in um, uh, water, and then basically what it's doing is it's it's, it's uh, fluctuating the 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 uh, the I don't know how the, the the scientific word for it, but it's putting it right on the neck between the body and the head, and it's actually cooling you down. So you're still sweating, but you're feeling kind of cool about it. All right, look at that. I tried to crack a joke, and he managed to turn it into a legitimate. No, uh, I'm ser- I'm being serious because I get I get. Oh, sorry. I should have warned you that when hooligan takes a joke we usually take a 30 second pause and then answer his question okay because he's got that kind of sense of humor i got it no i get i get that question asked all the time so i thought you were being serious but since you're not oh man i don't know (laughs) i was like crotch pot's cooking i just roast things in the pants dude oh man yeah well sorry i don't have a quick comeback for my my true statement but yes i guess we'll have to deal with it call the burn unit somebody's on his way Okay, so listen, um, it's it's been an hour forty four. I know you only do an hour show, so um, I Not and this I, week <laughs> this is two parts. We're gonna do two parts this week. Okay, yeah. so uh, yeah, this is uh, one big let me let me ask you a question. You guys can't do a live show. That's it's we what you can. The problem is, is the fact that it's hard enough getting all of us on for an hour once oh, a week. That the I live show would just end up usually just the whole Mars up. thing and everything. Oh right, I got it. Right? Okay, so, cool. Uh, um, I probably could do a live show. It would just end up being me. Oh, I got it. That's cool. Well, that's cool. I mean, yeah, you could break away, be a star, be a celebrity. Be... No, I'm just joking. Drop the dead weight, move on, a better thing. There you go. <laughs> put in your 10 hours. There you go. Yeah, put in your – yeah. Exactly. Um, no, it was awesome actually having you on. That was really cool. That was uh, incredibly yeah. informative, the, the person uh, I was listening to. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you very so, much. I'll, um, uh, I'll be on next week. No problem. Oh, no, no. I'm just, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> listen, you're like you guys. Me, you're just a weevil. You move right in. No, no, I, I, uh, a bull weevil. Oh, that's, that's the Canadian thing. I don't think we, do we have those here? They're from, yeah. I, oh, I have no idea. Okay. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) LA, we don't have anything. Uh, anyway, so again, listen, you guys, um, uh, I, I'm going to promote this as soon as this drops. Just tell me where I can, like, you know, put it on my Facebook so everybody can, you know, tell me how I can, like, you know, uh, spread the word and help you guys out. It'll be out within 15 minutes of us finishing recording. Okay, so here's the deal. Again, like I'm telling you and like this whole podcast is about, I'm here to help. So I've always helped Hooligan. I've always, I've always been giving Hooligan suggestions on, on, you know, how to get sponsors and all that kind of stuff. Um, whatever you need from me, just let me know. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. I don't care. Just if you, you know, uh, if you got to, whatever. I mean, Hooligan's already on the show, basically. And, you know, and so, but, but whatever, whatever you need, just don't be shy. You know what I'm saying? Just let me, let me help you if I can. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like- to anyone listening, there, you have been a huge help. You've uh, definitely guided me in the right yeah. way a few times. Thanks. And yeah. uh, speaking of sponsors, actually, uh, we actually can announce a new one for us. Yay. Yay. <laughs> yeah, listen to that enthusiasm. <laughs> um, so we have decided to, uh, to partner now. up with, decided to partner up with uh, Tier 1 Scenarios out of Ontario. Uh, nice. They're um, they're basically just a uh, I don't know what the word is like scenario company or event event organizer. They're an event organizer. And well, do you know where their name comes from, right? Tier one. Tier no. one operators. Yeah, that's right. And how many tiers are there in the world? Haven't got a clue. Oh, oh you should look that up. Google it. Google it. All right, I'll Google yeah. that in a bit. Um. So uh, they put on some really cool stuff. Uh, they do big events down in Ontario, and actually the event I'm planning on going to, and I'm hoping that the rest of you can join me. You're going to pay for my ticket? 
I'm going to drive, so... He's going to drive me. He's going to be my little... All right, right, we'll we'll, we'll work something out. We'll work something out. Down the road. We'll rent... Oh, we should rent a big, like, nine-person van. (laughs) And load it up and split the gas and make it even cheaper. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, And it's all downhill. (laughs) I don't think it is. (laughs) Actually. I I looked on the globe. I have a globe. It looks like it's all downhill on the globe. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, so... It's uh, their their upcoming event that we're going to be going to, or at least I'm going to be going to, uh, is their Operation Fulcrum, which is going to be a MAG-Fed limited paint event uh, being hosted by PRZ Paintball, which... Um, Fulcrum, eh? Interesting. Yeah. So it's, PR, or sorry, it's PRZ Paintball, or PRZ for our American uh, guest. I, 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 I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> and, you uh, lost. <laughs> the really cool thing about PRZ is if you jump on their website, which is just przpaintball.ca, um, the majority of the field is an abandoned military hospital. So it's multiple floors, multiple wow. like hallways, and half That's of the so stuff cool. is still there. Like there's still bathtubs and kitchen equipment still in this building. Wow. So uh, it looks really, really cool. You can shoot out of the windows. You can shoot into the windows. You can actually like breach into rooms, all sorts Jeez. of stuff like that. That is cool. So uh, I'm looking – forward to it. It takes 15 uh, seconds with a sledgehammer to break through cinder block. Just remember that. Uh, they actually have <laughs> holes in some of the walls that look like they were done by, by sledgehammers. So. That's amazing. Uh, I think somebody had that idea. So I'm looking really forward to it. Um, they put on some great stuff. Uh, Wolf is actually uh, a big uh, big help with them. You see him in a lot of their events. Nice. Okay, what's the actual what's the, and what's the location again? So it's PRZ Paintball in yeah, but- Picton, Ontario. Oh, Ontario. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I thought it was Ontario, here in the States. Canada. That's why. Yeah, not that Ontario. <laughs> no. You see, this is a global show. You guys have to like be really specific or I'm going to be going there's to Ontario. There's more Ontario? Yes. There's, we copied it. We have an Ontario. We even have a La Kenyatta or a La Canada. Yeah, we do. Dude, they have a New Brunswick. That's true. Yeah. They have multiple. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, this is Picton, they, Ontario. Because when we burnt down their... White House twice, they just fell in love with our awesomeness and had to start to hear me. If you can't beat them, join them. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. No, we have it. So, no, okay, so you're talking about Ontario, Canada. Ontario, Canada. That's why you're telling me that it's not downhill because it's sideways. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's sideways and it's... <laughs> North is up. North is always up. Yeah. It's better All on right. top. All right. Oh! <laughs> Oh, oh, this just went dark. Okay, that's where you guys want to go. Just just before we go here, I do want to make one quick announcement, and this has been something that I've been looking forward to all week. Uh, And on that note, we end the show. 30 (laughs) seconds ago, uh, I just hit uh, 2,000 subscribers on YouTube. So now you're famous. That's huge. To, to me, you're that's – yeah. No, no, not famous, man. I'm just some dude with a GoPro and a paintball marker. If you ask nice. anybody, that's the response you're going to get. And nice. Anybody thousand. can do it. Anybody. Uh, I'm telling you. Little kid. It, <laughs> you're halfway to me subscribing to your channel. <laughs> See, you could have been 2,000 about 30 seconds ago, man. But oh. uh, seriously, I, I want to thank – especially the podcast. You guys are always sharing my videos and – you know, especially Jester and all his witty, intelligent comments on all my videos. So thank you very much. I really appreciate you getting me if out there, buddy. Unsubscribed, then Guardian, you can be 2000. Do you want oh, to do that? Oh, that's cool. That's a good idea. That's cute. So, <laughs> I, so I have one question for you, Nightmare. 
No, you can't have mine. How long did it take for you to sign up for all those accounts and click subscribe on your, on your, <laughs> dude? I got some serious tunnel car, uh, carpal tunnel going, dude. Tunnel carpal syndrome. Tunnel. <laughs> See, that's 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 when you type with your pinkies. <laughs> oh oh my god, too much goodness, fun, goodness. man. Um, so, okay, yeah. well, listen, I want to thank, again, I want to thank all my sponsors. I have 62, so you guys hold on one second. I'm just joking. Oh, here's another <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, uh, gotta, if we're doing this stuff, i got to send a shout-out to Dr. Bullets in the uh, Fredericton area. Dr. Bullets. What, the only man that? I know who can break – well, it's a guy. It's a player. The only okay. guy who can break a tip X – 30 minutes after I completely rebuild it and hand it oh, to him. How, did, no. I'm not, how do you no. do that? Well, I don't know if it's because he painted it gold or because oh. he said, hey, do I adjust the uh, CO2 screws in the top of the... Uh, oh, man. Do I do that hand tight or a little tighter? Right now, there is a dent from that pin. <laughs> no. It's CO2. <laughs> I <would> be, uh, <laughs> But yes, a little shout out to Doctor Bullets paging right. Doctor. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. Okay, uh, listen, you guys, listen, Badlands. Uh, you guys know them better than I do. I want to thank them. I want to thank Killhouse. Um, go to um, go to uh, uh, Killhouse doesn't have a Facebook, but you can go to um, hang on a second. You can go to KillhouseWeaponSystems.com. Check yep. them out. Um, they don't have a Facebook. They're, they're getting that together. Um, they don't have me. an operator yet. They just have Wolf. So we should right. write in and tell them to get that up there soon. Every yeah, listener well, actually, of this podcast should do that. No, no, no. Hang on. Stop, 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 stop. You guys are already I'm, – I'm already way like – you've already – hang on a second. I'm already an operator. I just have to send them my logo and my stuff. So actually, that is actually okay, the so process. Everybody sent Reaper a message to tell him to get his – gear in gear so we oh, can see this okay i got it no 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 as far as no but i am already an operator for them they just have to put i just sent them my pictures and all this kind of stuff uh that that thing is already inked now they just have to make it you know put me up there and promote it but that's cool but i want to thank them gotta thank um armagillo and you i cannot leave by saying again titman um they're they're like uh they're like my um uh, the parents i never had uh, I had parents though, but anyway, Tipman is, um, Tipman has been fantastic. Wolf, you guys, you guys get behind Wolf. He's, he's a great guy. He's, he's just, you know, he's fantastic for our sport. Alabaster, um, uh, Aztec, all of these guys, they're out there helping our sport grow. Um, Pistol Pete, uh, uh, the, the, uh, uh, Ashley, it doesn't matter who it is. Don't look at them as a negative. Look at them as a positive and help them to grow our sport, you guys. Just help us to grow this, make this better. Because if we don't grow the sport and disappears, you're not going to be playing this thing anymore. Very true. How's that? How's yep. that? Going back, playing in our backyards and hiding from cops when they hear the noises. There you yeah, go. exactly. There yep. you go. So, so again, and all you guys. The tonight was also interchangeable for Airsoft for those that are oh, listening. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. I like that. There you go. Um, you can, if you guys, if you just, just, if you just type shoot you soon, you'll figure out who I am. If you, if you don't know who I am, just shoot you soon. S-H-O-O-T, the letter U and soon. You'll figure out who I am. And then, uh, and that's it. You can like me and hate me or whatever you want to do. I don't care. So that's all. Wicked. Um, yeah. Look up, uh, everyone listen, look up tier one scenarios. It's just facebook.com slash tier one scenarios. Uh, cause I want to meet everybody in October when I go down. So I, I don't even care if I don't get to play. I just want to meet. And I'm looking forward to playing and meeting everybody because I guess Hooligan's not letting me drive down there with him. So, you know. We'll discuss that later. We'll figure that out later. 
Can you imagine 15 hours in a vehicle with me? That would be wicked. No, 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 no. You're, I'm not stuck in there with you. You're stuck in there with me. Claus left me. Joke is to the right. Here I am driving with Jester. Okay, that <laughs> reference was lost on everybody. Yep. Uh, <laughs> was it? Reservoir Dogs. Look it up, son. No, my reference. My what I said was lost on everybody. Nobody heard what you said, son. <laughs> you know what? With that, we're gonna end this. We're gonna. It's, you guys are getting out of hand. No, no, no rowdy. Just end. Yeah, just ending. You're Sorry, nightmare. Reaper, really sorry I screwed up, guys. <laughs> it's so mean to me. Reaper, thanks for coming on, bud. It was a blast. Thank you very much, you guys. I'll talk uh, to you soon, and be safe, and I'll shoot you soon. Wicked, man. Everyone, thanks for joining us as well, and uh, thanks for listening. And uh, shoot us a message, send us comments, let us know what you think. If you, uh, you know, if if you agree with it, if you disagree with it, if you like the podcast, if you hate the podcast, I don't care. Uh, or just here. want to tell us what shirt you're wearing today. Send yeah, us I don't something. Care. <laughs> yeah, who knows what colors Hitler's socks were? Let us know. send me a message. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Uh, until next week. Cheers. Cheers. Bye.